Hello and welcome to Living Veda. I'm Rachel and I want you to live long and live well. Together, let's explore the ancient art of Ayurveda and yoga so that you can build a life well-lived. I'm here to teach you these truths in a modern and livable way, and I'm so glad you're here. Hello, everybody, and welcome. Today's episode is all about going beyond just the physical body and moving into the subtle body for healing. So you might be wondering what in the world any of that means, and I am going to do my best today to start breaking down the basics for you. So in this special two-part episode, we're going to learn what is the subtle body, what systems are included in the subtle body, how do those systems interact with the physical body, what does that have to do with health and well-being, and when we approach health and well-being through the yogic and Ayurvedic lens, We are absolutely looking at and working with subtle body systems as well as the physical body. And I want you to understand what those bodies are, how those systems work, so that you can have some agency with this information. So in addition to learning about the systems of the subtle body, we're also going to hit some of the key phrases and terms and attempt to ground this knowledge into something that you can really work with. So we'll get clear on prana, on maya, on transcendental reality, kundalini, shakti, and more as well. And I bet that if you're here with me in this space in the yoga and Ayurveda world, it isn't a reach for you to acknowledge that a human being is a whole lot more than just flesh and bone. You already understand that there's more to you than just the physical body you can touch. And perhaps... You even have an awareness of other more subtle aspects of yourself and how they affect you, but you might be lacking the vocabulary to describe all of this. And so I am here to help. And one way that you can deepen your knowledge is to take the Introduction to Ayurveda course that I've created. It is going to walk you through philosophy, doshas, nutrition, and more in 35 short digestible videos for quizzes and with lots of visuals all along the way to help you um, so that you can actually take in the information and apply it to your life. But here in this podcast, I'm going to walk you through what we'll call uh, Yoga and Ayurveda Subtle Body 101. So at the highest level of understanding... We know that the subtle body is not the physical body. (laughs) We call the physical body the gross body, and that's not because it's yucky. It's because it's the most dense collection of matter. It is tangible. It is physical. It is easy to see it and connect to it. So everything outside of that is the subtle body. The subtle body is less gross. It is a less dense collection of matter, and it cannot be literally physically touched. So really all of this means is, all this means is, yes, you can't have surgery on your chakras in the subtle body. That's not going to work. If they cut you open, they're not going to find your chakras. But you can have surgery on your heart in the physical gross body. This is one, there is one more body, and that is called the the casual body, 
but we don't really work with that very often at the intervention level. So for now, I'm just gonna leave that one alone. The casual body is the most subtle of all of them. And it deals with pure consciousness, with the impressions that we carry from one life to the next. So yes, reincarnation is a very big part of this worldview. The idea being that if we continue to identify with the lower forms of ourself as reality, then we're going to have to keep repeating the same lessons until we learn to break that identification. It can be really grossly, terribly oversimplified as to failing third grade over and over and over and over and over again until we finally pass and then we're invited to observe the lower parts of ourselves instead of identifying with them so that we can move on towards another way of being yoga or unity consciousness or knowing that we are part of a much larger whole okay now look you absolutely do not have to believe in reincarnation for this to be helpful if you simply acknowledge that there's more to you than just the physical body and you'd like to work wisely with that information in those systems, this is still for you. So what are the layers of us that aren't the physical body? The vocab word for this is koshas. Koshas are the five layers or bodies or sheets that every human being has. They move in order from most gross, the physical body, all the way out to the most subtle and esoteric, the bliss body. And I'm going to give you the highlight reel of information here instead of really going deeply into each one. And the most important takeaway in this philosophy is that you have five bodies and that all of them except for one are subtle bodies. So let's start with the very first kosha, the very first sheath, the very first layer, Anamaya Kosha. This is the physical body, and you can think of it as the food body. <laughs> so this is the physical aspect of a human. It is the body that you make with food. And we know that the physical body and its health is really very important. We know that the quality of the food you use to make it has a huge effect on its well-being. Ayurveda and yoga absolutely acknowledge the importance of the physical body, and they have tons of practices and interventions for the physical self. Diet and herbs and asana are all huge players here. This is about how powerful it is that you get to create your own body out of the food that you eat. Of course, there are other factors outside your control, absolutely, but you can choose if you're creating a body from boxes and cans and bags and ingredients that are far away from nature or from whole, organic, and seasonal foods. The body made from the latter is probably going to function better. Okay, so the second sheet, the second layer, the second kosha is pranamaya kosha. And this is the energetic body. This is the first layer of the subtle body, and it's at this level where we interact with prana. Prana is your life force. Pranayama, or breath control, control of the breath, 
can help to regulate the movement of energy at this level of the body. This is also the level at which the chakras, the nadis, and the marmas exist, and we'll come back to those a little later. But yoga and Ayurveda work extensively on this layer of the body as well. So every pranayama practice, every chakra balancing technique, every marma point massage therapy, hatha yoga class, and so much more work with this first subtle layer of the human. The third layer is the Manamaya Kosha. This, my friends, is the mental body. This is the subtle body where the mind exists. Okay, so the brain is a physical aspect of the body you can do surgery on, but the mind is not. The mind is subtle. The mind is created by the thoughts we think, and it lives here as the third level of our subtle existence. When we look at the overall well-being of an individual through the Ayurvedic lens, we absolutely pay attention to this layer of the subtle body. If you're feeding your mind violent entertainment, a whole lot of work, or unhealthy relationships that it has to mull over, it's going to have an effect on your physical body as well. We know this. People who live in a constant state of stress or fear and anxiety will often have digestive issues even if they're eating a really beautiful diet. The mental body has an incredibly powerful effect on the physical body. Now the good news is that there are tons of practices and interventions from this world to help soothe the mind, unwind its kinks, and restore steadiness. Practices like mantra and meditation and pratyahara, which is sense withdrawal, all help the mental plane to flow with more ease. And that's just the short list. These sister sciences were just made for creating steadiness and ease in the mind. Okay, so the fourth layer, the fourth sheath, the fourth kosha is Vajramaya Kosha. And this is the wisdom, intuition, and awareness body. Now remember with me, these bodies continue to become more subtle as we move outward. So this layer is even more subtle than the mental body. This layer is often referred to as the intellect body, but I prefer to think of it as the discernment body. This is the level of deep knowing. When a person is connecting with this subtle aspect of their being, they're going to be able to make wise decisions. So it's the opposite of a person who just feels like their life is happening to them. Connection to this subtle wisdom allows a person to be the driver of their own existence so that they are always operating from a place of action or responding, but never reacting. Yoga and Ayurveda awaken the subtle energies of a person and heighten their awareness so that they can access and develop this beautiful, wise, intuitive part of themselves. And that brings us, good people, to the last kosha, the last layer, the last sheath. Number five is Anandamaya Kosha. This is the bliss body. So those of you who are local and you also love bliss body yoga, this is what it's named for, this last layer. And it is the most subtle body of all. 
This last and thin layer of the human is what keeps us on this side of reality. And we'll come back to that. In most humans, we aren't even aware of this level of our being. The idea that we could exist in a state of bliss, it sounds like a fairy tale, but it's not. Some of the practices that allow us to tap into this state of bliss are seva, which is selfless service. A bhakti, which is devotion to God, you don't have to say God, whatever word works for you, consciousness, goodness, universe, whatever, and deep meditation on our own true nature, which can lead us towards samadhi. So we need a balanced state of well-being in the other layers of the self before access to this most subtle layer becomes available. Yoga and Ayurveda are preparing and purifying the other koshas so that eventually this state of bliss can become available. All right, so let's wrap it up. Well, not the episode, but this concept. <laughs> there are five koshas. Koshas are the five different layers or sheets of a human being. Everybody has these. They move from most gross, the physical body, all the way to super thin and subtle, the bliss body. And why are they considered sheets? What does that mean? I hope you were wondering. Let's go back to that this side of reality bit. Okay, so ultimate reality or transcendental reality is the truest reality where we know that we are connected to the larger whole. And when I say no, I do not mean cerebral knowledge of the brain and mind, but a knowing and understanding that's experienced in higher levels of the self at higher states of consciousness. And if we can go back to that idea of reincarnation, this is what we're trying to get to. We're trying to leave the third grade version of ourselves where we've done the same thing on repeat for who knows how many times and instead move on to a higher state of being, knowing, understanding. Okay, so if that idea is still not for you, that's totally fine, that's okay. Instead, think of this as tapping into the highest level of human evolution a layer of, and a level of knowing yourself and understanding all creation that is way beyond just the thinking layer of the mind. Either way, the curtain or veil that separates us from knowing and experiencing this ultimate reality is called the Maya. It's the five sheets or the koshas that keep us on this side of that veil the Maya. And the more aware we become of the subtle aspects of our own being, the thinner that curtain becomes. Ideally, eventually, we're going to move right through it into a state of bliss and of ultimate reality. That's what yoga is all about. So, we know that a human being is a complex individual and is composed of five different bodies in the Vedic tradition. Those bodies move from physical to esoteric, and the more we are aware of them, the better our well-being. We need all of these bodies to be healthy and balanced in order to ever get close to a state of bliss. This gives a whole new spin to getting to the root cause of disease. As an Ayurvedic yoga therapist, I'm always trying to get to the root of the problem or the symptom and restore balance so the problem just doesn't exist anymore. And in order to do this, I need to know what body I'm working with. Sometimes 
It's just a physical problem with the physical body. Uh, maybe someone has a knowledge gap around what foods and spices will serve them best, and really simple information and education is enough to correct the problem. But often, there's an emotional component to what we put in our bodies, and the mind is very involved as well. And in those cases, the more subtle layers of the body need to be addressed as well. Or, or think about it this way. Let's say somebody comes to me for help because they can't get to sleep. And while they're talking, we'll find out there's a dog in the bed. And the dog is hot. The dog licks their face. The dog is up and down and keeps waking them up. If this is all there is to it, if this is simply an issue of creating a physical space that is conducive to sleep, all we have to do is get the dog out of the bed. But let's say I keep listening. And there's actually a pretty good reason the dog is in the bed. This person has been super isolated for years during COVID and their spouse recently passed away. And the only way for them to feel safe at night is to have the dog in the bed. If I tell this person to take the dog out of the bed, I haven't even come close to the root of the issue. The root is emotional and mental and spiritual and deep. So many of the struggles that we face in this life are just like that. They're deep and they're complicated and they exist on more than just one layer of the body. That's why recognizing that you're so much more than just the physical body and that the subtle aspects of you need attention as well can be so important and so powerful. So next week, we're gonna keep going down this thought train. I'll work with you through I'll walk, I'm not going to work with you. I'll walk with you through the chakra system, why it is important, where it exists, and how we work with it. I'll introduce you to the nadis and marmas and kundalini and shakti, and hopefully I'll make all of that make good sense. So take some time to digest this information first so that we can keep building on it together later. And if you have any questions, I'm here to help. Let me know. You can send me a direct message on Instagram. I'm at Veda Circle there. Veda like the Vedas, V-E-D-A Circle. Or you can email me, hello at VedaCircle.com. I will put all of that in the episode notes so that you can have easy access to it, as well as a link to that intro course if you'd like to keep learning more on your own. I really hope that this was helpful and thank you for being here. Uh, those of you who have left reviews, it means more to me than you know. I appreciate it so much. Thank you for your help. If you haven't, please take a moment to rate and review and share this with someone who's interested and you think it would be helpful to. That would also mean the world to me. Thank you. And until next time, my friends, may all diseases be conquered as by a powerful forest fire. Thank you.